Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Table Talk with Tati podcast. Have you ever wondered what is the secret to planning a photo shoot that will showcase you and your brand in the most effective way? How do you find the dream team of stylists and photographers to help your visuals come to life? And have you ever wondered how in the world do you get the most out of a brand shoot? Well, all of these are questions that I get each year as I do my annual brand shoot. And today, I'm going to break it down for you right here in this episode. So just keep listening. Welcome to Table Talk with Toddy, a podcast for millennials designed to motivate, inspire, and educate you on what it really takes to live a real life on purpose. This isn't your typical podcast. You can count on me to keep it real, funky, and relatable here on Table Talk with Toddy. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. My name is Natasha Toddy Weston, and I am super excited to be here with you again for the first time by myself for season two. Um, The last few episodes that we've had, we've had some amazing special guests. So if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to like the last five episodes. They were super amazing. So I'm really excited to be here today to talk about something that I absolutely love doing, uh, something that I do once a year that is definitely an exciting time in my business and in my brand building process. And one thing that I've noticed uh, a lot in the last three to four years is that I continuously get the same questions uh, from my audience on how do you successfully plan for a brand photo shoot. And now while some people may think, what is the point of a brand photo shoot? Why do you do it every year? Tell me a little bit more. I decided that this would make a perfect podcast episode so that I can break it down for you in more detail and not feel like I was just answering your questions um, via Facebook or Instagram or through Snapchat. So I took a look at some of the questions that I always get. And I also compiled some notes so that I can kind of walk you through my process of how I do this. Now, I just did my annual brand photo shoot, which I do every year in February, um, which I think is a great time to do it because it's at the beginning of the year. And you can use these photos throughout the rest of the year and however long that you'd like to. And so we're going to get into some of the specifics of why brand photo shoots are important, how often you should do them, what does the investment look like? Because I know a lot of people ask, how much does it cost to do something like this? Or they automatically assume that they will just not have the money or the resources to do so. Um, I'm also going to talk about having a purpose in mind and having goals in mind when you take photos. And lastly, one of the most important aspects of successfully, excuse me, planning a brand photo shoot is having a superb dream team, major key alert, guys. So those are some of the points that I want to touch on today. I honestly thought about breaking this episode into two, but I said, hey, why not just go ahead and give it all to them at one time? So I do hope that this information is valuable to you entrepreneurs out there, business owners 
who are looking to further build your brand and really present yourself in um, an exciting and visually captivating way. So I just recently, again, just did my annual photo shoot and it went so amazing. Um, I've been doing photo shoots for the last maybe three, four years. Um, and the photographer that I work with, this is my second time shooting with him. And it's my second time shooting with him because he's so amazing. He actually took my very first photos when I launched the Toddy brand uh, several years ago. Uh, I remember just thinking about the image that I had online. I had a social media presence, but my photos absolutely sucked. I got tired of just seeing mirror photos and, you know, selfies, ladies, how we like to do. And I knew that in order for my brand to go to the next level, in order for people to really look at me and for me to position myself as an expert or as somebody that invested in myself, taking professional photos was the way for me to express that. And so essentially... These types of shoots are important because they are normally the first point of contact that you have between your business and your potential customer or client. Most of us, when we hear about a product or service nowadays, we go straight to social media. Let's let's keep it real. We go straight to social media in more cases before we go to a person's website. The first thing we're going to judge is their profile pic. Are they taking a selfie in the mirror? Do they have blurry images? We're looking at all of that. And I know I talked about this, I think, in a past episode. I talk about it a lot, how important professional photos really are. And so in this episode, I'm really going to break down to you the types of photo shoots that you can have and what you can use them for. So essentially, brand photo shoots are important because they're the first point of contact between you and that person who you want to take money from or who you want to invest in your business. Photo shoots are a great representation of you investing in you. And people want to see that you care about what you're doing and that you are constantly and consistently working on your presentation and how you present your business and your offerings to the world. So uh, another question that I get a lot of is, you know, how often should you do them? Now, I know some people that don't take photos, but every once every few you know, years. My makeup artist last week, Deidre, was saying how she just did a shoot a couple of months ago and how she absolutely hated it. You know, as a makeup artist, she's used to being a person behind the scenes. So she was very uncomfortable doing a photo shoot. And she expressed that. And that's a lot of people's, um, you know, situation. A lot of you may feel like, oh, I'm the behind the scenes person and blah, blah, blah. That's true and that's okay, but you have to have some type of photos. So in that type of situation where you're not, your brand isn't really you at being in the spotlight, right? If you're a behind the scenes person like a hairstylist or a makeup artist, um, you know, typically you won't necessarily have to do a shoot once a year because you're not really in the limelight. You're not really, you know, in front of the curtain. You're more so behind the curtain. But those images will be very helpful, you know, for your portfolio, for your website. It'll position you as, you know, an expert. And it's just really nice, visually appealing to look at. So in that case, if you're somebody that works behind the scenes, you know, doing a shoot every year may be a bit much for you. But I do recommend doing one at least every couple of years, especially if your looks are changing drastically, if you've evolved. And I'm going to get more into that in detail. So in that case, maybe two years, every two years, you know, maybe you could space it out longer. But if you are an author, a coach, um, somebody that is always in the limelight like myself, you know, I pretty much have a lifestyle brand. So 
I bring my audience into pretty much all of my world. And so they have to constantly see me evolving. And I do that through photo shoots, which is why I do them every year. Now, um, it's totally up to you, obviously. It's going to depend on your budget, um, which brings me into my next point. The investment will vary. Uh, People ask all the time, how much are you spending on photo shoots? My very first photo shoot back in the day, um, Jake Simpson from Greenville, who did my last photo shoot last week, he shot my pictures. And I remember I got that little yellow dress from greatglam.com. Baby, it was $20. It got to my house within like three days and it fit me like a glove and I was absolutely in love. Um, So, you know, $20 dress online. Uh, My hair, I got sponsored from a hair company, Gemini Virgin Hair Company. They sponsored my Peruvian extensions, so I didn't have to pay for my hair. But all I had to pay for was for the extensions to get installed, which probably ran me about, I want to say like 115 bucks, which is not bad for a full install. So you got that makeup. Uh, I went to a mat counter right in Greenville at Haywood Mall. And, you know, with Mac, I think you have to spend like $50 in product, make an appointment, and somebody will um, do your makeup on that day. So, you know, you're looking, and and then the the photos that I took cost me $100. $100 for one look, one hour shoot. um, And I believe he edited like five of those images. And when I tell y'all I use the hell out of those pictures, I used them for years before I did my second photo shoot. And they took me a long way. They got me featured on blogs, on websites and magazines. I mean, those pictures really, I've got way more um, of my ROI, my return on investment for those pictures. So I spent roughly, you got $100 for the photos, $50 for the makeup and about $20 for the dress and about $120 for my hair. So less than $500 um, easily, right? I did the math right. Yeah, less than 500 bucks for a photo shoot. You can't beat that. And like I said, I used those images for like two and a half years, three years probably before I actually did a second photo shoot. So in that case, that was the investment. Um, my second photo shoot, I spent a whole lot more. Um, and I'm going to kind of get into that experience um, a little bit better. So the second time... The investment, I'll say collectively with wardrobe and everything, definitely over $1,000. I want to say close to maybe like $1,300. The photographer that I work with, he had rolled out some new payment plan. So I met with him. I had just moved to a new city. So I didn't really know any great photographers here. So I kind of went with him because he was, you know, highly recommended. So um met with him and his assistant. They gave me like a, a breakdown of, you know, the cost and they offered me the payment plan. So I took that and this was like maybe four or five months before my actual shoot. So what I did every month was I paid like $175 up until my shoot. So I paid close to maybe $800 um, with that. Now, I will say this. If a photographer offers you a payment plan, read the fine print because there may be some type of finance charge tacked on if you, you know, ask for that type of um, luxury. Because, I mean, payment plans are really luxuries because you don't have to pay all the money up front. So anyway, I ended up paying off the shoot um, before the shoot. And that money included a two hour shoot with, um, I believe, two looks. So I got to change two times. 
uh, as far as my wardrobe, um, my dress that I wore cost me about a hundred bucks roughly. Um, the other outfit cost me about 80 bucks roughly. So about 180 bucks there. Um, hair, what did I do for hair? Hair I bought on my own. I did not have a sponsor second time. Looking at close to $200 there. And then I had to pay for somebody to install it and then somebody to curl it and style it on the day of the shoot. And my makeup this time was sponsored um, by Tierra Nicole out of Charleston. Shout out to her. She um, actually sponsored. I reached out to her for services and she actually sponsored my makeup that day. So, um, you know, you're looking at a whole lot more money than the first time. But here's the thing about being an entrepreneur. As you grow and evolve, you're going to have to invest more money as you go. You know, they say new levels, new devils, new levels, more money. So, you know, as a beginner, it's expected that you probably won't kick out so much money because you're trying to still figure out your brand. You're still trying to figure out so many things. But as you evolve, as you build your influence, as you build your audience, it is necessary that you invest more money. Now to my last shoot, the one that I just did, um, obviously I spent, I will say I probably spent around the same amount of money. Um, but the experience was so much better and I'm going to get more into that as we, you know, go through this episode. But my last shoot, um, I spent more on wardrobe, maybe, um, yeah, I guess collectively with undergarments, um, you know, clothes and all that. Yeah, I probably spent probably about the same as the last photo shoot that I had, um, but I will say this, um, and we're going to get into this next, it's important to plan your shoots because the better planning you do, the more you'll be able to manage where you're spending the money, where you can cut um, some corners. You don't want to cut too many, but you'll, you'll learn more how to save money. And obviously, the more shoots you do, the more consistent you are with taking photos, professional photos the more you'll be able to, you know, maneuver and, and plan a plan your shoots strategically. So that's about in a nutshell, you know, as far as the investment. Like I said, it really depends on the photographer. It depends on their experience. It depends on so many different things. So just keep that in mind. Now, when you're planning a shoot, you've got to have some type of goal or purpose in mind. You know, it's not enough to just saying, oh, I'm going to take some pictures and just post them on social media. You got to be very clear and very specific on your why. Why are you doing this shoot? What are you using these photos for? Are you trying to attract a new customer or clients? Are you trying to showcase a new side of you? Are you, did you make some drastic physical changes? Like for me, my hair is blonde now. In my last pictures, I had long, dark black hair, completely different. So, you know, somebody that may have never met me or follow me for the first time online, they click on my picture, I've got long black hair. And they're, they want to know who I am, but then they get on Facebook and I've got blonde hair, they don't even know I'm the same person. So if you've done some type of drastic physical change, um, you know, with your hair or whatever, then maybe you should consider doing a photo shoot. Are you using these photos for a new website, social media? Be very specific on what you're going to use the photos for, because once you know what your purpose is, then you'll be able to better select your wardrobe and know the type of team that you're going to need. Um, which brings me into my next point. This is flowing real easy, y'all. Like, this is good. See what happens when you have some detailed notes? Because I could have been going all around the world and back. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that 
the information that I'm giving you today will really help you to properly plan a photo shoot because it's so important and it will really save you a lot of energy and headaches and all of that good stuff. So um, the next important part of planning your photo shoot, if not the most important, is to make sure that you have a dream team of people who are good at, no, let me rephrase that, who are great at what they do and who can help you to execute your vision with a hint of their creativity and expertise at the same time. You definitely want to have the two. You want to have your vision in mind, but you want to make sure that you allow their expertise and creativity to also be embedded in that plan and in that strategy. So the most important person, I won't say the most important person because everybody's important on the team, but the person that's going to really make the magic happen and make it all come together is the photographer. Why? Because they're going to be the ones taking the pictures and doing the editing. So my first tip here is to make sure that you meet with your photographer and give them your goals and your vision first. Now, here's why. All photographers do not shoot the same types of images. All photographers' portfolios are completely different. You may have one photographer who does superb at studio shoots, but sucks at lifestyle shoots. They may not really have the equipment or the camera or the lighting to do an outside shoot like they would at an in-studio. You also need to take into consideration, do they have their own studio? Will they be renting out a space? And is that space going to be included in your cost that they give you or that they quote you? So you definitely want to be able to give them your goals and your vision first. And that is why you need to have some type of purpose in mind when you're doing a photo shoot. Don't just say you're going to take pictures because then you might get a photographer that just gives you anything. You need to be very clear on how you're going to use these images. For example, the shoot that I just did were pretty much all studio photos, but we kind of, we used a lot of props and in different ways to do studio shoots. Why? Because for what I'm using it for, my book co- third book cover and website, those would be more fitting. So I had my goals in mind. So when I met with Jake, we already knew what types of photos that we should take. Now, I do have another shoot coming up with a lifestyle photographer. So she's going to be taking more lifestyle photos of me on my computer, me walking, interacting with people. Those are going to be photos that I use more on social media because they're they're really engagement magnets. So people like to see what you're doing. So I will use those more on social media. So I hope that makes sense. So you want to give them your goals and your vision first so that you can make sure that you guys are a good fit in that aspect. Now, the second most important thing when looking for a photographer is to definitely meet with that person in person because nothing sucks more than to shoot with a photographer that you are not comfortable with that y'all don't vibe together and energy is just draining so I'm assuming that you're gonna you know when you do go and try to find a photographer that that person either lives in your city or you are traveling to the city where you guys will be shooting but Ultimately, you want to try your best to meet with your photographer in person to see how comfortable you are around that person and to see what your vibes will be. Real story. One of the photographers that I worked with in the past, I met with him initially 
And I kind of got good vibes, but this is one of those things where you kind of got to be real with yourself. And I'll admit I was desperate at the time because I needed new photos, but I didn't know any other photographers in my city. So I kind of just settled in a sense, ignoring the vibes and the chemistry from the get go, like my mom would say. And I can't spell that word. So don't y'all ask. So I kind of just ignored the vibes thinking, okay, let me just get the job done and get these photos. But the truth is, the energy wasn't right. The vibe wasn't right from the beginning. And I should have not moved forward with it. And I think it played out in the end of that work relationship. Um, even on the day of the shoot, um, on that particular day, everybody on my team was running behind. And so I was an hour late for my photo shoot, which cost me more money, obviously, because I had to pay for more studio time. And then, you know, after being rushed all day, which is why planning is so important, you know, down to the minute, because you don't want to be rushing. You want to be able to take your time, especially if you're doing outfit changes, especially if, you know, you're running out the studio for a specific amount of hours. So, you know, when I got to the shoot, I was just kind of ruffled. You know, I wasn't in the best mood because I'm late and I have to kick out more money and and to be quite honest, I wasn't myself because I was. I felt pressured. And when I got there, the photographer, he had like this whole team of people, some that I've never met before. I just felt so uncomfortable until it played out, I felt like, in my pictures. And I'm not going to tell y'all which pictures because y'all don't need to go and judge me now, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, the vibe was just from the first meeting to the photo shoot. And then after the photo shoot, I ran into some issues where... You know, I didn't get technically everything I paid for and it was just a lot. So I learned a lot from that photo shoot, a lot, a lot. So some of the tips that I'm sharing here are based off of the, you know, the things that I didn't do right or the lessons that I learned. And, you know, I just hope that they help you as well. So definitely, definitely, definitely meet with your photographer before you give them any money before you make that investment, before you make any final decisions. Because if the vibe's not right at the meeting, nine times out of 10 is gonna play out in your photo shoot. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to waste my coins and I would not wanna shoot with a photographer that I'm uncomfortable with shooting with. So um, the next thing you wanna ask your photographer when you meet with them, there are a few things that you wanna find out. Um, First thing is you need to find out how many looks are included in the price package that they give you. A lot of photographers are only gonna give you maybe one to two outfit changes within a one to two hour time frame. You need to know those specifics because that's gonna determine a lot for you um, based off of your needs. If you need three to four looks, you might be, you're obviously gonna be looking at more money, more time in the studio, um, more of the photographer's time. And they also, you know, do limited or a certain amount of outfit changes due to how many how many edits are included. So you need to know all of that. Um, how many looks are included? And then to take it a step further, you need to be specific on what are each of these looks gonna be used for? Are, is this gonna be sufficient for what I need it for? What are those goals that you mentioned? Um, you gotta consider all of that. Again, how many hours are included in the shoots? And now, like to the most important part, and I kinda touched on this a few moments ago, Do you need studio images or lifestyle images? And like I said, I just talked about that, so I'm not going to get too much more in detail. Studio images are more so for more, I guess, a more polished, professional, clean look. So, you know, if you want the regular black or white backdrop or pink or purple or green, 
And most photographers can like literally shoot you on any color and change out the background. So, you know, a professional experienced photographer would know how to do that. But you need to know what you're using the photos for. If you need more lifestyle images, you know, if you're like the girl next door and you want some photos of you walking down the street, swinging your hair, talking on your cell phone, using your laptop, those will be considered lifestyle images. So this, again, goes back to making sure you know what you need before you go to a photographer. So those are pretty much all of the tips that I have as far as selecting the right photographer and really making the most out of that relationship. Um, Jake Simpson, he, like I said, this is my second time shooting with him. And Jake is so patient. He's so professional. Um, he always makes sure that I get the most for my money. I don't mind investing in him shooting me because I know that the images that I'm going to get will last me for a very long time. And because now we have that working relationship, Jake knows my brand very well. So he knows when he's shooting my photos, he knows exactly what to do. And um, even when he's editing, he knows exactly what to do. So even if it's your first time working with a photographer, make sure I cannot stress enough that you vibe together and that your vision is very clear to your photographer because it will matter in the end. So the next person on your dream team is uh, your your hairstylist, your barber if you're a guy, um, and your makeup artist. Very key essentials. They're like, it's like now we're putting the pieces of the puzzle together, right? So obviously you want to find someone that's local and you want to find somebody that's the best at what they do. So let me take you back to my first photo shoot. Um, I told you I went to the mat counter, paid the 50 bucks. I had no idea that was my first time going to any type of makeup counter, buying any type of real makeup like that. You know, the ones that's not outside the drugstore. And this time I got scheduled with um, Deidre Mills, who is based in Greenville. She's a Mac Pro artist. She did my makeup for my first photo shoot, Yellow Dress. And I loved how she did my makeup. I mean, she embodied my personality. She didn't make me look like a drag queen. She didn't make me look fake. It looked so natural. It was so natural. And I loved it, right? So ever since then, I kept her information. And this time when I did my shoot, she was the only person that I knew that I wanted. And so find somebody that's local but more importantly find somebody that is the best at what they do and now with instagram and social media you can now search makeup artists and hairstylists and barbers by hashtag you know like if you live in atlanta put atlanta barber or atlanta mua or atlanta makeup artist or wherever you live uh or wherever your shoot is going to be find the best the person that is the best at what they do take a look at their work if you like it that's nine times out of 10 a good chance that you guys will probably have a working relationship right the next thing is on the day of the shoot make sure that your wardrobe is carefully planned out make sure that you can show your wardrobe to your hairstylist and your makeup artist because this will allow them to be able to do your makeup the best way give you the right look So my last shoot in this case, I had, I think, five different outfit changes. So I had like a full-blown shoot this time. So I knew, and Deidre, my makeup artist, she knew that the looks that I selected, I had a good mixture of like a coral pinkish, uh, mostly gold tones, but I did have one black dress with like silver, like a silver tone to it. So I had a mixture. So... She had to look at my wardrobe on the day of to decide, okay, 
what do I need to do with her makeup so that she doesn't have to keep changing her makeup? Um, and then even better, like even with my down to my lipstick, she gave me like this ombre look so that I could not, I didn't have to necessarily switch my lipstick, which I never did, which is good. So you want to make sure your makeup artist knows what they're doing, because if they're really good at what they do, they'll make sure that, you know, even if you can't hire them to actually come on set with you and keep changing your makeup out, which could take a lot of time and extend your shoot, then you want to make sure that they do your makeup in a way that it will take you throughout your shoot. And then if you just have to like, you know, touch up with powder, you could do something like that on your own. Um, another recommendation here is to make sure you get your makeup done at least two hours before the shoot. Um, especially if you're, again, if your makeup artist can't go with you on set, um, so, because I know most charge more money if they're actually going on a set with you and having to change your makeup out, that's obviously going to cost you a lot of money. So if you're going to the mat counter, or if you have a makeup artist that's coming um, to your house or your hotel, then, you know, try to schedule them for at least two hours before so that you are not rushed, so that she or he is not rushed, and so that your makeup can be done as flawlessly and beautifully as possible. Um, as far as hair goes, you know, if your hairstyle is something that you're going to have to get curled, I recommend doing that before you get your makeup done. Um, that way, you know, you're not fooling with hair and all of that. So hair and makeup, I say get done hours before your photo shoot. And the most important thing about makeup artists, make sure that your makeup artist has the makeup for photos, for photographs. Because there's a huge difference. Now, I'm not a makeup person. I don't know much about it. I just wear my mascara and my lipstick and my Carmex. But I do know, and from doing shoots for a while, I know that your makeup artist needs to have makeup that will look natural and not look greasy on camera. So when you're reaching out to makeup artists, make sure that that is something that you ask them about. And also ask to see their portfolios for photos that they've done for photo shoots okay so that's one of the major keys that you definitely want to keep in mind when you're considering makeup artists hairstylists and barbers is obviously not really is it's important but your makeup is really going to make the difference on your photo shoot now to this part and i'm laughing because my last photo shoots um, I got a lot of questions and comments. Oh, your stylist is so bomb. Your jacket is amazing. Let me go ahead and put this out there, y'all. I've never had a stylist. I've always been my own stylist. Now, I don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that I was, you know, I've always really been into style. I love the dress. I love nice things. And I've also been in the fashion industry as an assistant stylist for a little bit. I don't know if any of that has to do with it, but I think if you have a really good sense of style, why not style yourself, right? Who better to do it than you? And then in most cases, a lot of entrepreneurs can't afford to hire a stylist, right? So wardrobe, the most important part of all of this, because everybody judges books by their covers. Your looks are going to be the things that tell your story. Your outfit selections is what's going to capture the essence of who you are what your personality is all of that so you definitely want to make sure that you take your time and and really digest and map out your wardrobe now 
I can be very indecisive when it comes to this. Normally, how I plan out my wardrobe is I make like my own like little inspiration board for my shoots. I like save images on Instagram now with the new save feature. I'll like save photos that I really like, looks that I like, hairstyles that I like, makeup looks that I like, sometimes even nail um, looks that I like. And I just save them all somewhere and then kind of put them on a board. And then I go on my some of my favorite online stores or in-store and I actually shop around for similar pieces or pieces that are based off of that inspiration. So that's definitely something that you can do also if you don't really know where to start. Now, you do obviously want to keep your vision in mind, your goals in mind, again, because you want to select wardrobe that is going to uh, allow your goals to come to real life, in other words. So, for example, my last shoot, I know for a fact it's for book covers. So when I was going to look for outfit choices, I had to keep that in mind, my book title in mind. What type of look do I need for this cover? Um, I knew that these photos are going to be used for my website. So in that case, what look do I need for that for the website? Social media, what kind of look could I use for pretty much all of them? So I kept all of that in mind when I was planning out my wardrobe. Now, as the days crept up on me and time went by, you know, I wasn't completely satisfied. So I switched some things. Um, and finally, the night before, I'll admit, I finalized my wardrobe uh, completely. And I was satisfied with, you know, understanding and knowing that that wardrobe that I selected would allow my vision to visually play out in my photos. Now, one to two looks is about average for a shoot. Like I said, my first shoot, I did one look and that was it. Now that my brand has grown, my influence has grown, I'm doing a lot more and I need photos for so many different things. A one to two look shoot was not going to cut it for me this time. So it really depends on what level you are at in your brand building, in your business. Three to five looks is for like a full shoot. So you're obviously, you're going to pay a lot more money. Um, you're going to need more outfit selections. But um, that's typically what it, what it runs um, as far as, you know, the number of looks. Now, depending, I guess, on what industry you're in, your look should be able to be used for headshots so for more professional reasons. Um, and you also want to be able to use them for less professional reasons. Now, my last shoot, the shoot that I did last week, y'all, I have really pushed the envelope here. And if you've been following me for a while, you've kind of seen me grow. Like I went from that little shy yellow dress girl with the long hair to my second shoot. I showed a little more skin and a little more personality. And then this shoot I did last week, let me tell you, honey, I definitely channeled my inner Beyonce. Mm -hmm. I sure did. And it's so funny how these photo shoots show your evolution down to my outfit selections. I definitely, you know, I'm now in a place where I know who I am. I know who my, what my brand is and I know what my audience loves to see from me. They love to see my true style. So, you know, in this photo shoot, like I'm blonde haired, short denim, denim shorts and bl sequin blazer jacket, honey. Like that was me all day and it felt so good and it shows in the pictures. And so you definitely want to make sure that you can use you know, your photos for, for as much as you can. So then on the other hand, I had a nice black dress that I'm going to use for my new headshots. Um, I'm going to probably use for my book cover, depending, but I can use both the professional photo, the really professionals 
and the you know maybe less professional photos for multiple reasons so again have fun with your wardrobe have fun with it and allow it to express your personality honestly there is no right or wrong way to do wardrobe it all depends on who you are what your personality is what image do you want to portray to the world again personal branding is all about who do you want other people to think of you as like who are you in the eyes of other people that's what it's all about so keep all of that in mind when you're talking about you know your wardrobe so now if you're trying to figure out like if you are that person and you want to do like a full four to five look photo shoot you're probably like well you know like I got to kick out money for the photographer for all of this stuff so if you're talking about five outfits that's shoes accessories you know dress or maybe top and bottom whatever you're talking about a whole lot more money right so here's my tip on how to not necessarily save money but to space it out so you're not kicking out all of the money at one time one of the things that you can do to save money here is plan out your shoot ahead of time and purchase your outfits one at a time so that the costs don't seem so overwhelming so if it's you know it's now what february so if you don't have a shoot until maybe the end of the summer Start planning out, make a mood board, an inspiration board, and start just buying your outfit pieces a little bit at a time, right? That would make it so much easier and it won't seem like you're just kicking out hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for a wardrobe at one time. And then, you know, in between then you can maybe pay for your makeup, pay your photographer or whatever. So that's, you know, just one of my quick tips on how you can maybe save a little bit of money as far as you know your wardrobe is concerned so that is the part that I wanted to talk about as far as you know selecting a dream team of people who can help you to execute your vision and make your photo shoot really go very smoothly and effectively and you get the most out of it so um Some more tips that I want to share as far as doing a brand photo shoot is how to get the most out of it. Because, you know, you can go and take the photos and use them for your website, you know, your book cover or social media. But how do you really um, leverage the day of the shoot, um, the process of the shoot and all of that? Like, how do you get the most out of it? How do you you know, duplicate content and create more content and things to post off of one photo shoot. Now, if you've been following me, you already know I'm like the queen of repurposing content. I'm going to pull content out of every single thing. So I knew before my shoot what I needed as far as making the most out of it. I knew I needed somebody there to take behind the scenes photos and capture some behind the scenes footage of videos and handle my Snapchat so my audience could get a glimpse of the day and my Instagram stories. And, you know, even if you want to go Facebook live, that is how you get the most out of your shoot because most people want to see what you're doing. They want to see the process. They want to see you, you know, walking into your photo shoot or getting your pictures taken, um, getting your makeup done. They want to be a part of that. So if you can't afford an assistant, hire an intern or something. In my case, my mom is like my everything. She was like my babysitter. She had my phone doing Snapchat. And you're talking about somebody, y'all, that just turned 60 and had no clue what Snapchat was. She handled it like a true boss. She did my Snapchat. Um, She took a lot of footage for me, like videos for my vlog. Um, And I was able to, on that day, keep my audience in the loop 
of my photo shoot, which brought me obviously a lot of engagement. Honestly, my website traffic went up that day because on Facebook, for example, when people comment on your videos and pictures, the people, their friends would season on their timeline and they click on it like, oh, this is a nice video, nice picture. They leave comments. Your engagement goes through the roof. Another good thing to do, if, especially if you're in the fashion industry, do outfits of the day. Like for me, I know the jacket that I wore for my last shoot. I got a ton of questions. Where did I get the jacket? Where did I get the jacket? Where did I get the jacket? And so what I started doing during my shoots, um, I start to just tag the companies in my Instagram photos where I got the the outfit piece or the fashion selection. I just tag the company and that does two things. It allows your audience to gain value because you're now telling them where you got something. And two, you never know if a company will see that photo and maybe reach out to you for a partnership or sponsorship or something. So, you know, that's another cool way to do that. Um, Another way that you can really get the most and create some new content from your shoot is to maybe do a blog post showcasing your pictures from that day of your outfits and maybe doing a detailed post on that. Like there's so many ways that you can really get the most out of a brand shoot. And then again, use platforms like Snapchat, IG Stories, Facebook Live to give your audience a glimpse of, um, you know, what your day is looking like. And again, vlog the experience. Um, I think Gary Vee said this and I live by it. It is documentation is everything. People care about what you document. People want to see what you're doing every second of the day if they could. And showcasing your sh- photo shoot is a great way, like I said, to keep the engagement going, to get some more views and hits on your website, to get people to maybe buy your books and, and share your products. Like it's so many ways that you can get the most out of a brand photo shoot. Like it's just so many ways I can't even express you know, how to do that. Like another thing I did, I took a picture of Jake and I before our photo shoot, we were kind of at, at the wardrobe rack, just kind of looking over my outfits and talking. And I posted that picture, I think yesterday. And I just said, Hey, you know, this week on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to successfully plan a brand photo shoot. That's an example of repurposing your content and repurposing and getting the most out of your brand shoot. There's so many ways that you can do it. You just really got to be strategic. You got to be intentional because remember branding is intentional. So that is, you know, those are rather my tips on how to plan for a successful brand photo shoot. They're so necessary. I always tell entrepreneurs, if you're going to cut corners on anything, this should not be one of them. Because great photos, a great successful photo shoot will take you a long way. It will position you as an expert. It will show that you invest in yourself. And nothing trumps that when you're talking about being an entrepreneur. So I hope that this episode has provided you with some valuable tips on how you can further build your brand by having a brand photo shoot. Um, Thank you to my team who always comes through for me. And I'm just really excited about these new photos. And I'm also excited to see, you know, your upcoming brand photo shoot. So if you have a photo shoot coming up, please tag me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter at official toddy. I'd love to see your brand photo shoots. 
And um, I again, I hope that this information has been valuable to you. Guys, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode. And please leave a review on iTunes. I would so greatly appreciate it. Share this information with your fellow entrepreneurial friends. And I will talk to you guys in episode 19.